Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hello everyone, this is Matthew Hassler. Today we are looking at Acts 3, 11 through 26. In our last podcast, we were in the first half of chapter 3. There, we were invited to picture this incredible moment where Peter and John see a man who is paralyzed and they heal him. This healing is undeniable proof that God is working through them and affirming their message. A crowd gathers at the sight of this awesome miracle And in our passage today, we see Peter seizing the moment to share the gospel with the crowd. Let's go ahead and read the text. It's a little bit lengthy, so I'll stop at verse 21. While he was holding on to Peter and John, all the people, utterly astonished, ran toward them in what is called Solomon's colonnade. When Peter saw this, he addressed the people, fellow Israelites, why are you amazed at this? Why do you stare at us as though we had made him walk by our own power or godliness? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our ancestors, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and denied before Pilate, though he had decided to release him. You denied the Holy and Righteous One and asked to have a murderer released to you. You killed the source of life, whom God raised from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in his name, his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know. So the faith that comes through Jesus has given him this perfect health in front of all of you. And now, brothers and sisters, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your leaders also did. In this way, God fulfilled what he had predicted through all the prophets, that his Messiah would suffer. Therefore, repent and turn back, so that your sins may be wiped out. The seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send Jesus, who has been anointed for you as the Messiah. Heaven must receive him until the time of the restoration of all things, which God spoke about through his holy prophets from the beginning. All right, there is so much we could unpack in this rich text, but for now, let's just focus on the gospel message that Peter preaches. The first part of the gospel that Peter establishes is actually some bad news. That bad news is that they are sinners who need to repent. That may seem like a strange place to start, but it is always the proper place to start if we are to truly understand the good news. Think about it. How can there be good news if there is no bad news first? How can we receive mercy if we do not know that we need it or why we need it? How can we be forgiven if we never know that we did something wrong? For those in Jerusalem that Peter is speaking to, they had committed a terrible sin by having Jesus, an innocent man, condemned to death. True, they did not fully know what they were doing. Peter affirms that in verse 17 in saying they acted in ignorance. Jesus affirmed that on the cross when he prayed, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. So they acted somewhat in ignorance, but nonetheless, they had sinned. They had allowed an innocent man to die. And even worse, This man was the Messiah, Jesus, the Son of God. They needed to repent and be forgiven for that. But what about us? After all, we were not there. We didn't condemn Jesus. That may be true, 
But it is also true that we have all sinned. Romans tells us that we have all fallen short of the glory of God. That's actually why Jesus had to die. The Bible tells us the penalty of sin is death. So in order for us to be forgiven and live, Jesus died to take our place. When you think of it that way, it isn't a stretch at all to say we also condemn Jesus and are responsible for his death on the cross. The song, How Deep the Father's Love, puts it so well when it says, Behold the man upon a cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed, I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. From there, Peter turns to some good news. He tells them that if they repent, three things will happen. First, he says, if they repent, they will be forgiven. Literally, he says their sin will be wiped out. Second, he says they will be refreshed by the presence of the Lord. Not only will they know they are forgiven, but God's presence will be with them through the Holy Spirit, and that Spirit will refresh them. And third, if they repent, Jesus will one day come to them as their Messiah, meaning that they have a secure, eternal inheritance through Jesus. All of this is true for us as well. If we repent, our sins are forgiven, no matter how horrible those sins may be. If we repent and believe in Jesus, then he will send us his Holy Spirit to fill us, guide us, and transform us. And if we repent, death has no power over us, so we know we have eternal life with Jesus ahead of us. This is the gospel, and it is good news indeed. Will you receive and live in this truth today? Will you go even further and do what Peter did and share this truth with someone else? Everyone needs to hear this good news, this gospel message. May we joyfully choose to receive it and prayerfully consider who we need to share it with today. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this incredibly good news that we call the gospel. Thank you that although we have sinned, we can be forgiven, counted among your people and have eternal life. Today, help us to receive this good news in our hearts. May we truly rest in that grace, no matter what our sins have been. Help us all to be bold witnesses of this gospel. Speak to our hearts and help us to recognize who we are called to share this good news with. May we not see this as a burden, but as a blessing to share. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.